And I'm Tara. And this is the Stars Hollow Weekly, the show where we talk about the Gilmore Girls. Weekly. That's right. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 14. Tara, go ahead and say the title. That Damn Donna Reed. See, you got to swear. I did. So do you want the Netflix or the IMDb description? Whichever one sucks less. <laughs> one of them's always really weird. I forget which one it is, but one of them's always strange. Okay. Well, the strangest <laughs> one has the phrasing uh, from... IMDb. Okay. Rory and Dean fight because Dean likes the idea of a 50s type housewife. Rory ends up pretending to be such that type of woman for an evening. Such that type of woman? Such that type of woman. Here's, oh. There's the phrasing. Right okay. There. Such that type of woman. Is that grammatically correct? I think it might okay. be. However, I would like to try to work it into other sentences. Okay. This is such that type of episode. <laughs> this is such that type of an evening. Or a morning, depending upon when you're listening to yes, this. Yes, yes. But it is that such type of day. <laughs> this is such that type of banter? This is such that type of an awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the other one say? Netflix says... Rory and Dean argue about women's roles after watching the Donna Reed show. Emily makes Lorelai face her feelings. You know what? That might be basic, but it's straight into the point. <laughs> after watching the Donna Reed show. <laughs> just... It also infers, though, that the Emily and Lorelai conversation about facing her feelings takes up a lot of the episode. Well, yeah. It's like the last, what is it, in the last five minutes, if that, and it takes like 30 seconds of their time. About. The whole episode is about trying to get Lorelai to face her feelings. Not just Emily. Everyone is. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, Suki is trying to get Lorelai to face her feelings. Mm -hmm. The episode is trying to get Lorelai to face her feelings. <laughs> the episode itself comes on and says, yes. Lorelai, we are the episode. Exactly. It's like, come on, Lorelai. Face your feelings. <laughs> so we start off with watching that damn Donna Reed. <laughs> okay. This is the episode where we find out that Dean is not the right man for Rory. And I don't say that because of his 1950s view on women. I say that because he brings a salad to dinner. Salads are delicious. Agree to disagree. Dean brings <laughs> a salad to dinner. An iceberg lettuce with maybe some tomatoes. I don't even think he puts dressing on it. Dry okay. salad. And see, the thing is, he should have his tail kicked for the iceberg lettuce. Nobody okay. likes iceberg lettuce. I mean, he got no it from a restaurant, though. There's no nutritional value. No. But he dared to bring a salad to the Gilmore's residence. On pizza night. On pizza night. Yeah. Because we've seen Lorelai eat a salad before out of a bag. <laughs> It's like a Caesar salad. It's like barely a salad. It's just like, it's got like bread in it. It's like covered with creamy goodness. Like that's, I, see, I don't like salad. I can eat a Caesar salad. So I get that. I get that. But yeah, G Dean became very unpopular for his view in the Gilmore household. He did. He just came out with it too. I like how they describe the episodes though. They're trying to tell him like what Donna Reed is. And it's like, uh, what is it like? Someone comes home late for dinner and nothing happens. And that's how they describe the shows. I've actually never seen the Donna Reed show. Me neither. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you'd have some insight on no, that. No, none. Oh, dang. None at all. I wonder if that really is how the show goes. And nothing 
happens. And nothing happens. I think this might be the show where they instituted um, married couples sleep in separate beds, though. Oh, okay. I mean, it was either this or I Love Lucy, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but going back to what you said, uh, we find out Dean's, you know, views on women. Uh, he keeps saying, he, I mean, he doesn't actually say anything like terrible, terrible, but you get the gist of it. He goes back to the point, like, he thinks women, or he thinks it's nice when a wife cooks for her family. He keeps coming back to that point again and again. Very specifically. Yeah, it's nothing related to anything else. He doesn't say, like, a woman's place is in the home, or women shouldn't have jobs, or blah, blah, blah. Like, he is dating Rory, whose dream is to go to Harvard and become something. And he says later in the episode, I like you. I don't want you to be Donna Reed. Yeah, he just likes the idea of a wife cooking for her family. But even so, it's just that one little view. It does feel a little uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. I guess. Well, he doesn't say that, yeah, the husband should cook for the wife and the family, Mm -hmm. or they should share the cooking duties or whatever, whoever likes to cook should be the one who cooks. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say anything like that. He says the wife cooking for the husband and the family is very nice. Yeah, and in future episodes, I think you might have even seen a couple of these. This is what he basically plays out with Lindsay when they get married. That's her name. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They play this out. There, There are some points where he's, you know, working in construction and... Lindsay and her mother actually too come to the construction site with a prepared lunch and Lindsay's always talking about oh I learned how to make this for dinner Lindsay has dinner ready for him she almost is playing that perfect Donna Reed role and then you see how he treats her while she's doing all that for him so knowing that it's a little icky too not just the He's a 16-year-old boy thinking it's nice when mommy cooks for him. It does play out to be a role that he might expect from women. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. So Dean becomes not good. Oh, God, no. He becomes pretty horrible. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you're Team Jess or Team Logan... It's fine. Team Dean, though, I don't know. That one's just off. Mm. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Well, we go from Dean and his faux pas over uh, the salad and the Donna Reed. Yes. Into the theme song and from there over to... uh, Rory's brain is pinging or dinking. Maybe it's not from reading too much. Maybe it's from dating Dean. So if you'll remember, if you just like watch the episode, Rory is talking, they're going to Luke's diner and Rory is talking that her, or talking about her brain, maybe making a pinging sound or a dinking sound. I don't think that a dinking brain is any better than a pinging. Right, right. So again, poor Rory, she's reading way too much. But uh, anyway, we're in Luke's diner. Or as you said, she's dating Dean too much. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You just something went off in wow, her brain. That 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 came from a very true place inside of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. That I have amazing. really strong feelings about that. That was amazing, Rory's and you life. should share more of this 
Thank you. All of us. But we see Taylor again. Taylor Dozy. And we find out he's part of the town beautification committee. That's an actual committee in the town of Stars Hollow. Oh, my goodness. And he's upset that Luke won't spruce up the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, by the way, I noticed, was wearing the hat that yeah. Lorelai gave him for Christmas. He continually wears that hat. There does become a moment where he takes it off for some reason. I forget what the significance is, but he does wear that hat continuously. Okay. Mm-hmm. But So Taylor is upset about Luke not sprucing up the diner because mm-hmm. it basically drives families away and then the seedy sort of people move in yes they do taylor has a point now i have no clue (laughs) never actually noticed the colors of the diner until this episode it is like this pea soup greenish color and i don't even know what the trim would be maybe a peach maybe or trim peachish tan peaches yeah it's and we we learned that um, Luke's dad is the only one who painted the diner. Mm-hmm. Um, and rather, well, when yeah. it was the hardware store. Yep. First when it uh, opened, and then uh, after the roof caved in. Yep. And that was probably That it. was it. Again, I think this was mentioned a couple episodes earlier, unless I'm just thinking of something else. But we find out, or we find out again, that Luke hasn't really changed much about the hardware store when he changed it into a diner. Except that he did change it into a diner because he thought it would be more fun. Yeah. I mean, he has a Which is a word that Lorelai had a hard time associating with Luke. Oh my gosh, poor Luke. Oh man. Poor little grumpy Luke. Poor Luke the whole way through the show. Right? You just feel really bad for him. But then, again, okay, I take that back. You don't feel bad for him. He's an idiot. A little bit. It's like she's right there. Mm-hmm. Say something. Mm-hmm. Ah, Luke. But that's a lot of this episode. It's say something. What are your feelings? No one is expressing them. No one is expressing any of their feelings. Except for Dean, I guess. And he's wrong. <laughs> your feelings are wrong, Dean. <laughs> Rather, his opinions are wrong. <laughs> but he at least gets kind of told off about it a little bit by Rory when they're arguing. I will get to that when when I think that comes a little later. But it's like she just she just goes back on everything. She does. That's a, I mean, it's nice that she's trying to compromise with her boyfriend. But at the same point. No. Mm. Just worlds of no. If Rory had stayed with Dean for the sake of argument, do you think that Dean would have been cured of his desire for a Donna Reed um, figure? Or do you think they would have continued with a weekly or monthly Donna Reed night? Well, I think for fun they might have because, you know, Donna Reed night sounds fun. Mm -hmm. That's just that he doesn't. It only came up in reference to watching the show. Yeah. Like, to watching the Donna Reed show. So if he had never been over at their house while they were watching Donna Reed, this opinion of his may never have surfaced. I just, I don't know, because like I said, you see him with Lindsay later, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's also like, 
Lindsay's, Lindsay was raised. Exactly. That's Lindsay's opinion. Again, like her mom and her would go to his work site. Like that's Why her, would her mom go with That's her? the weird part. We'll have to talk about that in depth when that episode comes. But because okay, I don't she, know these people. I know, yet. right? She comes with her mom. It is as weird as it sounds, though. She comes with her mom to the work site. So that's her husband. There's several levels of weird. So it might be that's how Lindsay was raised. I think if he ended up with Rory... He probably wouldn't have expected that from her, mm-hmm. probably because even in this episode, when she does end up cooking for him, I how many times did he say, you cooked? You cooked? Very surprised. Maybe he just gave up on the idea that Rory would ever cook for him. But then he also followed it up mm-hmm. later by saying, I'm so surprised that anybody cooked for me because no one had cooked for him other than his mother. And so this was nice, but, you know, different because it wasn't. And and Rory's like, well, I'm glad then. So we should probably ignore the rest of everyone else in this episode and really pick apart the obsession with his mother. Is that? We can do this. (laughs) We can change. No, no, let's go down this (laughs) No, no, I'm kidding. I don't want to pick apart. Let's Freud this guy. No, I really don't want to because that's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, it's like. It was. It's like, wow, only my mommy cooked for me, and now you're going to cook for me. Like, that's, that's, I don't know. I don't know. But that kind of points out the whole issue with what is going on. Mm -hmm. So Friday Night Dinner is back, by the way. Twice. I know. We get two since in the last, like, two episodes we didn't get one. Yeah, so, you know, it's making up for a little bit of lost space. And I love, I don't know what the point of this was. If there was a point, if it was just fun. But the whole through line of Emily and Richard and the seriousness about their trip this year. To Martha's Vineyard. To Martha's Vineyard. Always in the spring. It's always in the spring. Just they're very, it's hard to take them seriously, especially if you're not from that world. They would only go to, what was it? They would only go to Europe in the fall. Every Every other year. Every other year. They would never think of going to Europe in the spring because they always go in the fall. Yeah, but Europe's there in the spring. We're aware it's there. And they only go first class. And when it was even mentioned, that mentioned, was yes, that they go coach, it was, I can't even compare it to anything. They acted like Lorelai was suggesting they strip naked and run down an airplane. Yes, that's exactly what it was. They looked at her like she was insane. Yeah. And to her credit, though, Mm -hmm. she did not appear as if I'm just messing with my parents. This is the way it's always been. She was acting like, what's your problem with taking coach? It's like she forgot who they were because you could just imagine this probably isn't anything new. I'm sure every two years when they were wealthy when she was. Yeah, I'm sure these trips continue or were going on when she was a kid. Mm hmm. So what do you think was the point of this through line of Martha, Martha's Vineyard, their trip? Was there any point to it? Did it mirror anything else in the episode? It felt... I mean, obviously it's there to show what Emily and Richard are like. And it's still done in a funny way, it's too. It's done fun. It's not like... But yeah, it served no narrative purpose. Right. They're not being mean. It's not being held over her head. It's this funny thing where they're really trying to go on this vacation. It's ridiculous to think of it any other way. And then they invite Lorelai and Rory to join them on the weekends. Yeah. 
and Lorelai only wants to go if she can get Suki's Valium. Is that what she said? I missed that. That's what she said at the end. Oh, okay. I missed that (laughs) one. Only if Mommy gets Suki's Valium. So Suki has Valium. Suki has Valium. Huh. Suki hurts herself a lot. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, no. But come on, Lorelai, you're with the Gilmores. Drinking is involved anyway. You know what? There you go. You don't need to She'll get through it. Although, as we see in A Year in the Life, fast forwarding 15 years from this moment, Mm -hmm. Lorelai drunk around her parents might not be the best thing. No, it is not. Yeah, You're so right. Maybe Valium's better. In the year in life, too, doesn't Emily end up at Martha's Vineyard? Isn't that mm-hmm. at their house? That's where she yeah. is. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she ends up at Martha's Vineyard in her own place. Yeah. Does she sell them the old house, or is it just, I have a place in Martha's Vineyard? I forget. We'll have to cover that when we get there. You know we only what? watched that one once. 15 years from now, people. Exactly. We'll. we'll get there soon you know what we have time all right so babette and maury need a cat sitter for maury, apricot that's her husband's name yeah is. maury they need a cat sitter for apricot apricot is so cute oh, oh my god my god why did we not see apricot more oh my god because kittens are terrible to work with we only like we only briefly saw the chick stella <laughs> stella stella and um i forget where we're going with this oh but uh, kittens are kittens and baby animals they're tar- hard to work with okay yeah, okay i'll take that they could have slowed down the shot of apricot i don't oh know i'm gosh, just saying so cute i know right and uh i like how she was trying to entice rory to come over and uh babysit the kitten i wrote that down too and i was going to ask you what that was referring to and i just got it uh she was enticing her by saying you i have like cable you can watch those four girls talking dirty and i'm like what is that that? do you know what it is i have an idea i do too one two three sex Sex in in the the city city. yeah but i don't know why i didn't get it i'm like what would have been on back then I, yeah. yeah, it didn't come to mind until I just looked at it again. But yeah, she was enticing her over. Uh, but I that's how she you, describes that show. I, I guess Those four so. girls talking dirty. I guess dirty. she doesn't watch that show much. <laughs> I don't ever watch that show. Um, so Lorelai makes a comment that this is their second night apart. Yeah. That ever. sounds serious. Yeah. In all seriousness. That means Rory only ever spent one night apart. From her mother. And we saw it already happen this season. We did. Wait. When she was snowed in at her grandparents. So that was it. Okay. That would have had to have been it. Because if I'm. this is genuinely the right. second night. Which keeps with the the storyline. Uh, that means she never slept over Lane's. That is correct. Yeah. But. Which makes knowing, sense. Knowing Lane's mother, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. They do end up. Uh, she does end up sleeping over uh, soon. Uh, Lane's house. So it does happen, but that means that Rory has never slept over a friend's house. Yes. No sleepover Assum- when she was like 10. Assuming that Lorelai is not being hyperbolic here. Yeah, that's correct. I don't know. It seemed pretty serious. And uh, Lorelai at this point 
she makes mention that when, because Rory says, what are you going to do when I go away to college? She says she's going to sleep on the floor in her dorm. Mm -hmm. And if you fast forward the first night that Rory is away at Yale, what does Lorelai do? She sleeps on the floor of her dorm? She does. The first night, Rory asks her to, asks her to come over and asks her to stay. Yeah. Three seasons from now. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I don't know if that was done on purpose, if they remember that statement or joke, but she ends up doing that anyway. Oh, they had to. That's a little too specific. Right? Oh, my goodness. So when they leave that... Oh, is there any more you want to talk right there? No. When they leave that, um, going to the scene that is the fight between Rory and Dean, it starts off with a guitarist and a... With a harmonica oh. around his neck, like Billy Joel style, singing under a light post, and he has an amplifier on his belt. Yeah, so I called this the new troubadour, and um, as you probably know, if the you've been listening, troubadour? yeah, as you probably know, if you've been listening, we did take a little bit of a hiatus, so it's hard to remember what's already happened. But I think he's new. Okay. Because we know the other troubadour, unless that's already happened. I'm There's a different to... troubadour. Yeah, the guy with the long hair. It's not the same guy? No, 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 no. There's another troubadour. And the reason this is such a big thing is there is an episode where the two troubadours are fighting. <laughs> so, okay. So this is coming. This is surprising you. So I'm guessing it didn't happen yet. I'm getting all my episodes mixed up in my head of what did I watch before? What did I watch by myself? What did I watch no, for this? Totally okay. So he yet. is the new troubadour then. Yes. So on one hand, I have notes about this. I have like so many questions. Okay. One, it is a cute thing for the aesthetic of the show and to have diegetic music that also is the ambient music of the episode. Right. At the same point, it feels like a thing that even though it's quirky and feels very Stars Hollowy, because it's filled with quirky people who, among other things, all show up at Luke's to witness the about to be painted store they harass him holy smokes these people need a life but Mm. we'll get and we'll get back to them it feels like one of those things that taylor dozy would make not happen i i think during the fight because (laughs) i don't want to spoil that episode too much i don't know when it happens i think the two troubadours fight I think Taylor does make a comment. He doesn't like the troubadours or something like that. You'll see when it happens, though. So you're on the right page. This is going to happen. Okay, so just because you remember the movie Hot Fuzz. Yes. All right. When they're complaining about in the town council uh, about the uh, living statue. First, it's living statues. And the next thing you know, we'll be letting jugglers and gypsies move in. That sounds about right. Yeah. It feels like a Taylor thing. It does. That sounds like. like first, we have a troubadour. Yes. Next, there's going to be jugglers and living statues. I think he calls them like homeless hippies or something like that. <laughs> Taylor is very against the troubadours. So you are very right in thinking that well, this is going to happen. He also wants to ban motorcyclists and just. Um, People coming into barricade town. Barricade the town. Yes. Except that, you know, there's laws against that. <laughs> He's very upset about that, though. It looks like he really would, though. <laughs> but Taylor, yes. Taylor's we, a wannabe fascist. I, yeah, he is. Who owns like the only grocery store in town? Yeah, so but everyone yes, has to go. This is before Rory and Dean's fight. Again, he mentions wanting a wife to cook for her family, and 
he mentions the reason, or he says his mom. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like, he says his mom used Used to cook for his dad every night before she had to go to work. And now she does it on the weekends. Right. So you see a little bit of a glimpse of you wonder, did his family adhere to that too? And then she just had to get a job, was more forced to because of finances, but she still would be in that role sort of thing. But then when Rory argues against him, he says, you only think that way because your mom thinks that Mm -hmm. way. It's like, oh, dude, bad call. Because as she points out, it's insinuating she doesn't have any ideas of her own. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no. And he sees... What he walked into right there. I mean, it's all written across. He, the I mean, he brought this on himself. Oh, he's he the one that started much the did. argument. Yeah, very much. But did. he's he's holding true to it. I mean, he is great. He is sixteen years old. Like he's a sixteen year old boy in what? What is this like two thousand and one? Yeah, it's two thousand one. Right. So I I guess we can't expect him to be too socially forward. And the thing is, too, and I think I've mentioned this before about the show, sometimes the show is pretty sexist in itself, even with the comments that, or the, I'm sorry, the dialogue that it gives to Lorelai, to Rory. So, for example, in the next scene, it is, I think it's Lorelai. I just, I just said that I just put the quote, but I think it is Lorelai that says crying like a girl. So... Even though they're, yeah, I completely I, missed that. Yeah, I forget what it was in. I wish I wrote actually more of a what that was about. I was, I, I guess, I was thinking I would remember, but I have it in quotes, crying like a girl. So yeah. Lorelai does say that. Um, now, to be fair to the show and mm-hmm. the writer, the main writer, Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah. It not to say it was a different time because you know it's less than twenty years ago. Right. But that being said. The early 2000s, as close to being us as it is, it is still a point where you can be kind of sexist in a playful, and I'm putting air quotes around that, in a playful way, um, quasi-homophobic and all Mm -hmm. that, and get away with it. I mean, yeah, and that's why I think it's funny because they go so far in this episode to really make a big deal out of Dean is the sexist one. Yeah. But it just, I mean, and I'm not criticizing, but it just shows in society, even whether the writing was done on purpose or whether it just came out that way. And that's, you know, the writer's voices, but there's still that element in it. But also it's just societal sexism so that even though Mm -hmm. Lorelai is very much a forward-thinking, forward-living person, the phrase cry like a girl is still very much accepted, Mm -hmm. even if if the sentiment behind it isn't true. It's just funny. I just thought that was funny. No, it totally is, because if that were written right now... Mm -hmm. And if the line were said, someone else would then call it out. Exactly. Probably Rory calling Hey, there you go. Or Paris. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there was no Paris in this episode. Boo. Because they were never at school. I know. Um, The next part is we go to, uh, again, back to Luke Steiner. Um, And I love the conversation that Luke and Lorelai have. It's very... It's like a deeper conversation. It's very personal. Yeah, it's very personal. It's a deeper conversation than they've had before. And 
he talks about his dad. Mm-hmm. That's where you learn that yeah. the place was only painted twice. Yeah. And they even make the comparison that his, his connection to his dad is comparable to what Lorelai has with Rory. Yeah, because Lorelai says that must have been nice to have that. And he says that's what you have. Yeah. So obviously she's thinking of her own parents, but in reality, yeah, he was able to make that comparison for her. And say, you do have this. So That's kind of sweet to think of, though. It you know, really is. You, you do hear about Luke's, you know, family and dad a I mean, not a lot, but Well, we're going to meet a lot more of his family soon. Yes, you will. Uh, you do hear about it often, but it's fun to think that his connection with his dad was maybe what Rory and Lorelai have. Just mm-hmm. maybe a little different, but it gives you a little bit more insight into who Luke is. Well, because he loved hanging from. out with his dad. Yeah. And he loved being at the store, and all he wanted to mm-hmm. do was work there. Mm-hmm. But the hardware business wasn't for him. And right. As we said, the diner is just more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and later, Jess works for Luke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jess doesn't like it as much in the beginning. But no. he does work for Luke, and he does help Luke out when Luke needs it, when, you know, he goes through his rehabilitation, I guess. Um so maybe that could be a little comparable to... Luke goes through rehab? Not that type of rehab. Um, so these are one of the little details I forgot. Luke needs help with something, so Jess has to step in and take over... Not take over the diner, but really help Luke out a bit. Okay. I forget why, though. You'll see there. You'll okay. see when we get there. But yeah. he ha- But basically, he has to step in, and he has to help Luke. Rory pretty much commands it, but... Well, also in the diner, are you going to mention this? When they're sitting on the floor, it looks like they're about to maybe kiss. Luke's look like he's Mm -hmm. about to start going for it. And then there's the knock at the door because the entire town council or beautification committee. Uh Uh-huh. That large committee. (laughs) All there snapping pictures, barging in. All wanting to come inside. And exactly. Lorelai's like, no, stay hidden. They'll go away. Mm-hmm. But then when they're on their hands and knees, then looking around the counter edge, again, it's like missed opportunity, Luke. Exactly. And she, but the thing is, too, she admits at the end of the episode that she has feelings for Luke. She knew what was happening. Yeah. She she knew she was aware she was the one that awkwardly said well i have to go she's mm-hmm. doing it on purpose yeah. obviously i don't know if he made a move if she would have accepted it because she's too busy denying her feelings okay way too busy okay she's putting a lot of effort into it she is and her mom is against the union, so you think she would be number one for it, too. I was surprised at that. I mean, it was a great Emily Gilmore line. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fast-forwarding a, a it few is. minutes here. But since we're already talking about yeah. it, it's a great Emily Gilmore line of, like, what are you thinking? Following up her trying to get to the bottom of Lorelai. Right. And getting Lorelai to be honest with herself. Right. after having called them both idiots at the hospital and then getting Lorelai to admit her feelings, you'd think Emily, or it's insinuating Emily's going to go forward with the, not the type of guy I would have ever picked for you, but 
go be happy. But she doesn't. She does it in her own way because she does bring it up a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she does not agree with it at all. No. Yeah. Even though Luke is always there. Oh, he is. He's always like, there. Like, even for her and Richard. Yeah. He- always. No matter what. He's Ugh. there. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I, I guess we could save this question for the end, but why is Lorelai so against it? Because Lorelai self-sabotages. Lorelai is not deserving of happiness in her own head. Thank you. She... But she'll date other people. She'll date other people and then also self-sabotage those I relationships suppose. if they're going well. She ruined the relationship with Max. Mm-hmm. Intentionally. Yeah. To an extent, a little bit subconsciously, because she doesn't know why she's doing it, but she does it. And then she said, then she tried to fix it, but with Max, it was already a little too late. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's my guess. No, that's a good guess. It's a good as, a good as guess as anything. I don't know how to word that. that. It's such as that, guess as anything. (laughs) So Dean has a cell phone, apparently. Dean does. I noticed that, too. It's 2001. Dean has a cell phone. He doesn't just have a beeper. But wait, before we go to that, I wanted to say. Yes. We get to see Lane's system. Oh, my God. That was amazing. If you look at her room, it is like a little old lady's room. What does she have? Like a four-poster bed, a single pillow, a huge cross above her bed. I think her dresser has a comb on it maybe a lamp there's a lamp in there somewhere no decoration no decoration at all but we get to see lane's system for hiding her cds and also categorizing her cds which i thought was amazing and she does mention william shatner's cd where he sings lucy in the sky with diamonds and i needed to ask have you heard the cd we have it (laughs) lucy in the sky with diamonds it's Spectacular. I remember oh, getting no. it. I remember getting it for your dad, of course, uh, oh. because I thought he thought it would think it's funny. <laughs> and he did. I got it for him nice. for his birthday or Christmas one year. Okay. And he then burnt me a copy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you have heard the CD. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's okay. Delightful. It is one <laughs> of the best albums. Of spoken word singing that you can ever imagine. Oh no! It's it, it is a it is a thing. It just goes to show you that Lean really does appreciate, in some way, all music. She also has a collection of Broadway. Yeah, she really is. She's open to many things. Lane just likes music. She does. She is an artist. She has an artist soul. But anyway, getting back to that. So Stella is gone. Stella! That was perfect. Yes. Because it was going to be Stanley and then Stella, and because Stella and Stanley were together, and then Stella's gone, and so she gets to cry out the name, and that was... She does. That was a brilliant callback. But yes, little Stella has escaped her cage. Lorelai calls Luke over. Mm -hmm, Which becomes a topic of much conversation with Suki. And because... One of the things, um, I forget what he says exactly, something like there really was a chick, but mm-hmm. he was questioning. No, there really was a chick. Yeah, yeah, he was questioning her intention for inviting him over. 
Mm-hmm. And she, you know, Lorelai confronts him about that. He tries to brush it off. Suki confronts mm-hmm. her about it. And then her mother confronts exactly. her about it. Everybody confronts her about it. Because in actuality, in the show, there really was a loose Stella running around. But then again, Luke is the one that she always calls to come and rescue her. And in a way, I don't know, it's it's uncomfortable because I feel like, oh, Luke will be there for me. Luke has something for me so I can use him for help. Mm-hmm. Is it that or is it she wants him over, but she's confused herself? And I go back and forth with those. I was going to have a much different answer at first. Ooh, what's your answer? Because the show doesn't want to pay for anyone else to come over and help her. This show, the, <laughs> that's funny. This episode did pull out like a few Kirk was stops. There. Kirk was there, Taylor was there, Babette was there. Yeah, Michelle everyone was, was there. there. Sookie was there. We, even though a couple people only appear for a few seconds each, we still have a pretty broad cast here. Kirk didn't want Luke to paint. Apparently, just because <laughs> he was going to lose money to. Well, tell yeah, him. he was going to lose money, but yeah, this this episode does have. You know, a lot of people. But yeah, I was just, I was wondering if it was that thing. It's just that Luke, it's, you know, oh, there's a boy who likes me. So whatever I ask, like if I say jump, he'll say how high. I, her eighth grade brain might be saying that. Okay. However, her grown up brain manages to put the real stuff forward. Okay. You know, and allows her to become self-deluding enough. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Because she and Luke are just friends. By the way, she has an amazing old-fashioned fireplace. She does. It has like the little bread spot and everything. Isn't that cute? I I think she had like a flower pot there, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did. She had the spot for the wood Mm -hmm. to store the wood. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that cute? It was an awesome fireplace. I want that. And she was laying on the floor too, and I noticed the wood floors. I'm like, wow, those are really nice, and they extend to the kitchen. This is a really nice house. You hear that, Lorelai? You were complimented. <laughs> I noticed that too. I, d- I didn't write it down, but I noticed that. All right, welcome, so- <laughs> welcome to uh, Stars Hollow Weekly, where we talk about different houses featured in Stars Hollow. Weekly. Weekly, yes. We could talk about Babette's house. Oh my god, the tiny doors. It's an amazing house. You really do have to duck. And I was noticing where the counter stopped. They're, I feel like they were at Rory's hips. Yeah, because Babette is so small. I guess so. The it house is, so is made small. for Babette. It's so funny. Didn't they say that in Rory's birthday party? I think so. Or the um, or the uh, wake for oh, C- cinnamon's wake. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think it was. They that. they mentioned it there that uh, Maury has to uh, do mm-hmm. dishes sitting on a stool. Yeah, yep. And she gets Lorelai the stool when she does yeah. the dishes. But yeah, because Lorelai is you know freakishly tall, as we learned from that's right. <laughs> what's his face, uh, Rune. That's right. <laughs> She's a giant. But yes. Babette's... Yeah, let's talk about Babette's house. Like, she has French doors inside. She has... The the door's too outside. She ha- It's almost like a barn it's door. It's a barn door. But then, I don't know... Was her house it, a barn? It Was it Lorelai's house barn? It might have been. But I feel like the door even opens without the frame opening. Like, I think it's one of those doors, you know, that... That kind of opened within itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the inside door. Yes. I thought that was really neat. It's so cool. 
I love the houses on here. So whose other houses are we going to see? Miss Patty's? Do we ever see hers? No, we just see her studio. No. Mm. No, we don't really see many people's houses. We see a tiny bit of Dean's house, a very teeny tiny bit. Lane's house, obviously. Yeah. Um, That's basically it. I think so. All right. So we're going to have to devote an episode apiece to each of these houses. And then also maybe the new place on Martha's Vineyard. That too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that one. This has been Stars Hollow Weekly House Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. We need to get Joanna Gaines in here to do some ship lap. Exactly. Um, So, okay. I thought they were going to explain this, and I guess they never do. Okay. Where did Rory get that dress on such short notice? I was wondering. Where? Where? Lacey apron, matching shoes. Matching shoes. A little headband. Pearls. Her pearls, yes. Where did she get this costume, basically? It is a costume. I'm going to say Miss Patty. I was going to say that, too, and I was almost waiting for her to say, uh, because he makes a comment about the dress, I was waiting for her to say, yes, I got it from Miss Patty's or something like that. Mm -hmm. She never does. So we're left wondering where, you know, she's supposed to be house sitting, by the way. She's supposed to be responsible. She goes to Lane's and at least one other place. She goes to Lane's. She goes shopping for food. She makes jello and she gets this dress from somewhere. Seriously. She is not taking her cat sitting responsibility she did seriously, feed the cat first I guess, thing. but she then she loses the cat. But to be fair, yeah, the kitten was in the piano. That's true. So that's okay. <laughs> but yes, I was just wondering where she got that dress with the large, large circumference. That's she, what Dean says about it as the compliment. Well, there have there had to have been some crinoline or something underneath it. Oh yeah, there was definitely crinoline. It was poofing out. It was it was it was fantastic. But it fit her like a glove. It did. That's what I mean. Where did she get this? She, did she just have it? I what like what is happening with this dress? Doesn't Where did feel she like get a, it? Lorelai seems so shocked by it though. It doesn't feel like exactly. a thing that she already had. It wasn't from a play, like or an outfit mm-hmm. for a, a, a dance or something that mm-hmm. Lorelai made for her, helped her get. Exactly. Had to have come from Miss mm-hmm. Patty, and it's just so. a dress that happened to fit her. I guess so. But yeah. We answer the big questions here. Yeah. When stars hollow weekly. Yeah. Where does Lorelai, the younger, get her outfits? Mm-hmm. And uh, look at that fireplace. Exactly. And the tiny doors. And <laughs> the tiny doors. So this is where the scene where Rory takes back all of her convictions and makes the dinner for Dean. No, actually, it's it's not terrible. It she makes a dinner for cheek. him. It did feel like exactly. a little t- because she kept saying everything like this. Mm-hmm. Dinner's ready. May I take your coat? She did get upset about her little pearls, or not her pearls, but her um, not doing the rolls. Mm-hmm. She was actually upset about that. Because she wanted it to be perfect. She did. And it's Rory, so... And she did full research into Donna Reed, mm-hmm. learned that Donna Reed was an uncredited writer and director on the show. Yeah. So she's one of the first female TV executives. Isn't that interesting? Her and Lucy. There you go. By the way, Lucille Ball, not part of this conversation, really, <laughs> but let's make her part of the conversation for just a moment. 
a massive, massive, massive tour de force in not just comedy but in TV creation. How the sitcom works now mm-hmm. is because how it worked in I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Everything from the mechanics of the four-camera setup, which uh, was an innovation that Desi brought in. Okay. Um, who played Ricky, if you've never seen the I Love Lucy show. <laughs> um, to the set itself being painted in shades of gray so that w- when watching it on a black and white TV, it would pop more. Oh, neat. Yeah. To play with, to play to the uh, strengths of the medium. Oh, that's so neat. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. That was her innovation. Mm-hmm. And we have to pause for just a moment. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Our cat left us a present. He likes to get our attention during this show in very awkward ways. Scratching things, meowing loudly, stinking up the house. Basically. Guess which one it is. In this week's comments. No. We're not <laughs> Okay, so getting right back in, how about that awkward meeting between Luke and Dean? There was a lot of animosity there, and so Dean was so much. rude. Dean was aggressive. He was aggro. Dean is very aggressive to. I mean, each of each of Rory's boyfriends is very disrespectful and aggressive towards anyone in Rory's life, any yeah. adult in Rory's life. It's very annoying. He was particularly aggro at Luke for no reason exactly i mean we know luke doesn't like him but pretty much for no reason but dean oh my god it was like luke what are you doing here it's just like none of your business exactly it could have just been oh hi luke and like hey this looks awkward i'm taking out the trash from babette's house that's interesting right it's it's awkward when they do it but then when the you know the gilmore girls come out it starts getting funny. Oh, yeah, it became very funny. She has to, by saying that the beans are canned, apparently that makes it less, less weird. And the potatoes were from a box. Yeah, so it's But still really weird. good. Yeah, yeah. This is a lot less weird. If they were fresh. And Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's very weird because then you're preparing them. Peeling, uh, right? Peeling, you got to soak them. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that part was funny. And then Dean, as soon as Lorelai came out, became just awkward teenager. Oh, yeah. He softened up. Which is how he should have been with Luke the entire time. He just hates Luke, apparently. Luke, being both awkward and very hateful towards Dean, right tone the entire time. But Dean, mm-hmm. it was the wrong tone from a character standpoint, mm-hmm. and I think also from the writing and directing standpoint. Yeah, It's I like, agree. Dean, play it awkward. Right. It's like, play it awkward, kid. Right. That's what you should do. Not aggressive. Yeah, it's like, yeah. not a good look. Not at all. No, it's like, hey, you're acting aggressive. Mm, do I really want you to date my daughter? Mm-hmm. Nope. So I think we can come to the conclusion that Dean's a little snarky, and that Laura, yeah, and that Lorelai and Rory are not animal people. First, Lorelai loses the chick, and then Lorelai, the younger, yes. loses the kitten. Exactly. It's just not good. But you know what? The kitten was fine. Is in the piano. Yeah, just sleeping away. That yep. sounds so cute. It does. I there want pictures. There should be pictures, yeah. I want pictures. So. so we go back to the inn now. Mm-hmm. 
we find out that Michelle does not eat dairy or meat. And I thought that was just like you. Well, okay. I'm a vegetarian uh, by choice, uh, uh, much as Tara. Um, you've been a vegetarian for how many years? 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Your vegetarianism can rent a car. It can. I know, with a lower insurance. Rate. I know. I was very excited mm-hmm. about that. My vegetarianism uh, just turned 11. Ooh. Yeah. Yours yeah. can be a palindrome. And angsty against the world soon. It's a few years away. <laughs> my, my vegetarianism is pretty laid back. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. Because Michelle's only in the episode for a couple of seconds. We find out that he does not eat dairy or meat. And Sookie it, likes to torture him. Yeah, and Sookie's giving the uh, comment about the supposed egg white omelet that he had asked for. Uh, which has both dairy and meat in it. Uh, I'm a chef. I make. F- I have to make food that tastes good. And I was entirely on Michelle's side until he left. And then Suki. Oh yeah. Uh, was just like, yeah, I'm just messing with him. Yeah. And it's just like, funny. Oh, okay. Now I'm no longer mad at Suki. Although they do insult vegetarians later in the show. I mm. don't know when, but it, it stands out to me. Is it because of Michelle? Because he is no. Suki does not want vegetarians in her restaurant. Seriously, Suki, we like food too, man. Oh, Suki, now I'm upset with you. So we go back to Friday night dinner. Before that, though, oh yeah, Suki calls Lorelai out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the first of the many calling. No, Um, the first of the two calling out of Lorelai and Luke. Yeah, because could she have called um, Rory? No, because she didn't want Rory to uh, mm-hmm. know that she lost the chick. Uh, could she have called uh, Suki? She assumed that Suki was with Jackson. Could she have called anyone else, like someone who lived right around the corner? And it was like Luke, because Luke was on her mind because she was just over there. I mean, those are good reasons. Mm-hmm. And exactly. he is good at catching things. Maybe. I don't know. I don't maybe. know. Maybe Who his knows? particular affinity for tiny barn animals. Maybe he does. But There's since they were we in a house, lamps got broken. They did. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Sookie calls her out. Yeah. And then we go to Friday night dinner. Her mom calls her out. No, before that, we do find out that they they did get their house at uh, Martha's Vineyard, a different house. Um, because some old guy died. Some old guy named Arthur died. And then... They're just, like, snatching it up from his cold, dead hands. Just to rent, it seems, too. Uh, yeah. Not to buy. I don't, I don't know if that would make it better. I don't even know. I, I don't know. But then Lorelai made a joke, and they say, Lorelai, that's terrible. And she says... That's morbid. And then she has this great line, Joan and Melissa Rivers here think that I'm being morbid. So what was that in reference to? Joan Rivers and her daughter Melissa, like red carpet stuff, just talking about everybody, talking trash about everybody's fashion. Oh, okay. I thought they were, maybe they were part of something when someone died and they bought their house. Like, I Oh, that I don't know. I don't know know either. I was wondering. But just. But yes. Them having a great time at Arthur, the dead guy's expense. Yes. And they're 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 getting their house. Uh, it's like a business transaction, like any other transaction. Oh saying. my god, the mansplaining of Richard that got called out by Emily, but he kept going. 
Oh, yeah. He just kept going like she wasn't there. Ah, uh, yeah. You see Lorelai snacking on something. She's starving to death. Mm-hmm. Typical Friday night dinner stuff, but yes, Emily does confront Lorelai about her feelings. We 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 pretty much talked about this before. Yeah. But she gets called out. She asks her point blank. She does. Mom does not agree with it. Nope. She just sees the writing on the wall. Yep. And Lorelai admits it. I've forgotten this episode she actually admitted her feelings. I thought it was always something kept very insinuated. Mm-hmm. I forgot that she actually admitted it. So what do you think about that? She's an idiot. All right. Moving. I mean, maybe it's, been, maybe it's better off, though, because honestly, when she does get into a relationship, they end up. And that, that was the other theory I had. She gets into relationships, they end up ending. Maybe she doesn't want to ruin it. She likes the fantasy. Yeah. She doesn't, or, the, you know, they have they have a friendship. They have a good thing going. She if likes she the knows, possibility. Well, yeah, or she knows that if she gets into the relationship, she'll just end up ruining it. So why, you know, like, why ruin a friendship? Yeah. Sort of thing, but, yeah. Or even why rush it? Yeah. And then... In the next scene. Yep, the end all, be mo- all of the episode. The motorcycle happens. You hear t- Taylor's thoughts about motorcycles. You learn that Lorelai loves this particular motorcycle. She mm-hmm. wants the motorcycle. Rory says no because she'd kill herself. And Lorelai's like, oh, yeah, that. And you said before anything, oh, no. And that made me think Jess is about to show up. No, but no. Because no, I forgot because I knew something happened with the painting. Okay. Something happens. What painting? Oh, oh, the, uh, the painting, painting of the diner. Okay, I was thinking and about I'm like, what Sorry. stops it? What happens? And I forgot that's what happens. This is when we meet Chris. Oh. Yeah, so Chris comes into town. Chris is actually pretty likable. He seems likable and affable, but also Lorelai gives in on every single point already with him I think that doesn't last long okay she argues but then gives in yeah the with Chris it doesn't last long she's very you end up liking Chris obviously he's an absentee father this is how you meet him he hasn't really been in Rory's life he's not good at being in Rory's life but Rory loves him. Exactly. Um, From the very first moment, he, they make it very exactly. obvious. And he loves her. He does. And that's just it. Chris is actually a pretty good guy. Um, just he, a terrible father? He, not even... It, it's, it, we get to see his turning point. He's not as much of the jerk as he is before as they paint him out to be because you do picture this deadbeat father and... While that is true, we see his turnaround, and you do end up liking him because Lorelai will. I don't know if you get to see that next episode. Lorelai will be able to go off on him and tell him how she really feels, and he does take it. Not even take it, but he he gets it, and he doesn't argue back. He's he's not like this huge jerk. So he's growing. He is. He's growing. It's obviously it doesn't happen over one episode or whatever. It takes a couple seasons for everything to get solid. But well, the next episode has his yeah, name in the title. Yeah, it's a good episode. You'll like that. Um, but yeah, 
we meet Chris. You get to see the end of how Chris is and then his his change. And you end up kind of liking him. All right. Maybe this is just me, mm-hmm. but unless he was just trying to win over his daughter's love against his ex, mm-hmm. um, he should never have put Rory on the back of the motorcycle. That's just a danger move. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, but... Uh, yeah, but that shows his... It's like, oh, I'm the fun dad or something. I'm just like... Right. Oh. But also, couldn't Lorelai have just said, oh, yeah, I can get you a discount at the Independence Inn? Oh, but I mean, I think she saw that Rory just really wanted him to stay. And mm. the big thing is the big thing is, is that Lorelai does not usually... Obviously, that did change you know we saw where you have to be the go-between between her and max she usually doesn't put rory in the middle rory she does have rory's best interest at heart she's not going to badmouth her own father to her and because rory wanted him to stay she doesn't want to be petty yeah. about this in particular so it makes sense okay. for what it is yeah you're you're i think you'll like Chris. Okay. To a degree. Um, but if he's going to interfere with Lorelai and Luke. Absolutely. He's going to interfere 100% with Lorelai well, and I Luke. I hate him already. This is ongoing. You're going to have a rough couple of seasons. Listen, I might like the guy personally, but I hate what he stands for. You're going to have a very rough couple of seasons I'm, because all right, he fine. is getting in the way. I will drink my coffee out of my very large cup that I'm currently drinking coffee out of. Okay. You do that. It's really nice stoneware. We have matching mugs. We they're, do. They're really nice. I mean, and matching only in as much that hand-thrown pottery can match each other. It's it's really nice. We got it at a chocolate shop in Massachusetts. On that note. What would you rate this episode? All right. Higher than last week. I think I gave last week six and a half cups of coffee. Something like that. I went okay. lower than you did. Yeah, you did. It was not a perfect episode. No, it wasn't. It was fun. But, like, there were conversations that did not further the plot or build character. Mmm... No, no, no. It did not build character. Okay. Um, the pointless Martha Martha's Vineyard stuff. There had to have been a reason for that. We'll 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 come to that. Conclusion. It might be it might be a long con thing. Like it might be eight episodes from now. It's like oh, that's what that was for. But for right now, it just felt like a conversation. It showed their stubbornness because they mm. literally could not even think. They're very rigid thinking, very by the book. They do what they do. They do not go to Europe. In the spring. That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous to even think outside the box for any moment. So, I mean, like you said, it didn't really further the plot, but it solidified who they were. That very rigid thinking. Actually, you know what? You bring up a good point. You'll see the next episode. Okay. You meet two other older people that are also rich. You meet Chris's parents, basically. Oh, okay, cool. Maybe it's in reference to that, because you do have the rigid thinking by Emily and Richard, and then you see 
very rigid thinking. Oh, do they, seem oh like, God. do they seem like hippies in comparison? Basically, they are hippies. I loved seeing them cackling, though, on the couch. I know, that it's was amazing. hilarious. But yes, um, so what do you rate this episode? I'm going to give it eight cups of coffee. That's what I gave it to. Hooray! Yeah, eight cups of coffee. Um, so now, um, where can they find us, Dan? You can find us online on Facebook. We are at Stars Hollow Weekly. On Twitter, we are at Stars Weekly Pod. You can also email us your thoughts of the show, Stars Hollow Weekly at gmail.com. And also, please go, if you're not already, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars. If you rate the show five stars with your review, we'll read your review on the show, no matter how weird it is. No, like, no. Nope, it's it, it, no. Remember, if you put anything like weird in there, we're gonna like replace the words with something even. We're gonna like mad lib it, basically. Oh my gosh, let's do that. Yeah. All right, I need a noun. <laughs> a noun? Yeah. Pig. All right, I need a verb. Jumped. I need an adjective. Cutely. Okay, the pig went to the mall and jumped. The line cutely. That fit way too well. <laughs> it did, actually. <laughs> More animals, though, like, because we met Stella and we met We did. We, Africa, need, we needed one more animal. And that was, I guess, Babe. There you go. Or Wilbur. So on that note, our sign off. What do you think? Oi, with the mad lips? <laughs> no. No. This one's hard. Um, Oi, with the gender stereotypes already? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Oi, with the pearls already. Oi, with the pearls already. Oh, yeah, definitely. See, clutch my pearls. I'm so so shocked. I like that. You have another one? No, I like that. Oi, with the pearls? Oi, with the paint already. They bought like 15 gallons. Oh, my God. What was with that? For one room, you might need. I know it's a diner, but for one room, you might need two. They had like 15. Three tops. Three right, tops. three. Yeah. I mean, I know they're going double co here. But, but still. come on. Yeah. Oi, with the paint already. Oi, with the paint cans already. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Tara. I'm Dan. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. La 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 I think you had the right amount of laws, but you lost the melody. Oh come on. I feel like you do it on purpose. No, I'm seriously not. It's okay. We'll get you.